Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Happy Hump Day, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? I'm Sean. This is my show. And uh, we're going to have some fun today, I think. Uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. You know, I do like baseball. I enjoy watching baseball. I've been inflicting my love of baseball on my uh, daughter all week long because I, I'm following the Rangers this year. The Rangers are actually kicking ass this year. I'd be following the Astros, but we we poopy canned uh you know all the channels we don't watch on a normal basis on a regular basis which is pretty much all of them so we don't see the astros games but i've been following the rangers and they're doing very well man they were kicking my old team the orioles uh they were kicking their asses all weekend long and it's been fun to watch i love baseball but i i'm i'm very loyal to the uh to wherever i'm living and uh when i was a kid it, you know living outside of baltimore it was the orioles i followed the orioles my dad did my brother did we all wore orioles hats when i was in denver i i, I liked the rockies and i supported the rockies todd helton still one of my favorite players of all time First baseman there. And then uh, now here I'm in Texas, and, and I'm never leaving Texas. I'm never leaving San Antonio. And so I support – I people ask me, are you an Astros fan or a Rangers fan? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I support I support the Rangers, the Astros, and and the missions. Because I'm, I'm loyal. I'm, I'm you know, uh, uh, I'm, what do you, I don't, I'm trying to think of the word. I, I'm, I'm loyal to whoever uh, is the hometown team. That's just how I've always been. And – I'm really enjoying watching the race, the Rangers. So a lot of these baseball stories with the sisters of perpetual indulgence and a lot of that stuff, I really haven't been following because I, I just don't. If it ain't rain, if it ain't the Rangers or the Astros, I'm not interested. But there is something really bizarre and interesting going on with because uh, we're in Pride Month now and crap's about to get weird. It already is. And as I say every day, I'm sorry you gay people lost your month to the trannies, but hey, I wasn't my, I didn't do it to you. And uh, we have a pride night. Is it the LA? Is it the LA? It's the LA team, right? The Dodgers, and they've been back and forth. They've been invited. They've been disinvited. They've been reinvited. Uh, you got this guy, this pitcher, uh, who, who said, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian and this is offensive to me, put out a lengthy statement. But then, and I, I just heard, I, I'm just picking up on this story. This was on where and Ryman. I'm picking up on it now. You got this relief pitcher from the blue Jays, Anthony Bass. Anthony Bass did something horrible. Anthony Bass reposted an Instagram thing, an Instagram story. Encouraging people to boycott Target and Bud Light for all the tranny crap. That's all he did was repost a video from Instagram. People went nuts. Uh, he removed the post, okay, or removed his, you know, from his social media platforms. He took it down. And now he has apologized. He's apologized. Uh, for reposting something from Instagram that was encouraging people to boycott Target and Bud Light. Quote, I recognize yesterday I made a post that was hurtful to the pride community. The pride, is that what they are now? Is that what all this tranny crap, they're now the pride community. They're pride, they got pride, they own pride. Uh, I recognize yesterday I made a post that was hurtful to the pride community, which includes friends of mine, because apparently he's got tranny friends. And close family members of mine, I'm truly sorry for that. I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday. I apologized with them, and as of right now, I am using the Blue Jays' resources to better freaking educate myself. I added the freaking to make better decisions moving forward. You wussbag. You you uncompromising wimp. You are so devoted to your own weakness. Oh, holy crap. 
I don't know which is worse. I, I really don't know which is worse in this mixed-up, upside-down world. Or let's put it this way, in this mixed-up, upside-down moment that we're all experiencing. I don't know what's worse. The trannies, you know, who can't shut up about how they want to be left alone. They're being targeted, and yet their validation apparently resides in what pronouns I use. And for some odd reason, those dudes are just f- obsessed with kids, with little kids. I don't know what's worse, them or the people that take a stand and then freaking apologize for it. That's pathetic. Dude, <laughs> you, you, you wrote an apology. You're, you're going to better educate yourself. You need to be educated so that you can make better decisions about reposting stuff on freaking social media. Oh, and can I toss one more thing in? God, I hate it when people say moving forward. I just hate that so much. I'm moving forward. Okay, well, I'm now moving backwards. Now I'm moving to the side. I just hate it. James, I hate when people say moving forward. I hate it. And Don, as much as I hate when people say they're going to reach out to someone. You're not, gonna, you're not hanging off a cliff. You're going to make a freaking phone call or send an email. You're not, right. I'm going to reach out and move forward. I'm, it just sounds right. Well, you know, so moving, contrived. Moving forward, moving forward. It basically means forget I said that. Forget I said yeah, that. Let's just put it all. Forget I'm, happened. I'm moving forward. So yeah. forget that messed up stuff I just did. Oh, okay. Right. So instead of saying I owe someone an apology, you say I'm going to reach out to. I'm going to reach out to them as I move forward, which can sometimes be hard to do when you're reaching and moving forward at the same time. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So anyway, uh, remember it, it, when it used to be touch base? <laughs> I'm going to touch base with you. Yeah, I'll touch, well, we'll touch base later. That actually had a real world, you know, uh, 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 connection there. But well, moving life, forward, if you've never played baseball before, then no. Well, that's true. You wouldn't know. Can we move? Fo- I'm going to move forward yeah, from forget, this segment. Forget that happened. And reach out to the audience. God, I hate it when people say that crap. I don't know why it bothers me so much. Well, the, they can call us. <laughs> I hate it. The listeners can call us in touch base. Touch base with us as we move forward and reach out to you. And during the commercials, we will reset. We're going to reset. Oh, and God, re- oh, that's another that's one. Another, oh, damn, God, damn you, Morgan. When people say reset, I just want to vomit. Oh, what are you, a PlayStation? What the hell? Well, now I'm sorry. Now I have a tone. Don's going to be thinking of other sayings for the rest of the show, guaranteed. <laughs> God, just to irritate me. Yeah. Anyway, okay, here's you know, the... Somebody suggested I reset like two weeks ago. <laughs> Is that when you stole your wife's uh, electric no, car? No, no, that was, had nothing Didn't to do with Didn't tell her where you were going, and you just so drove off with it? This could be a good time to reset. Reset, what makes you think I was set to begin with? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> right, I've never been yeah. set. Well, <laughs> it makes you think there was some stability there to begin with. They should have reached out to you. They should have. <laughs> they should have. base with me first before suggesting how, I reset. How can you move forward if they don't reach uh, out to you on your reset? I have no idea. This is how human beings talk. Talk these days. As far as the apology, let me let me final thoughts here. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's a true damn thing, okay? And it's been true for about almost thirty five years now. You will never hear me apologize on the air or off the air for having an opinion. You will never hear me apologize uh, on the air or off the air for stating my opinion. You will never hear me apologize for reposting someone else's freaking tweet, even though, actually, I'm not on Twitter, so that probably wouldn't happen anyway. But you know what I mean. Wait, let me reset that. What I'm saying is, Sean, don't apologize for Jack, okay? I don't apologize for nothing. Here's what I apologize for, a little thing called Diddly. That's right, last name, Squat, Diddly Squat. I apologize for Diddly Squat. Yeah, I, I think people. I, I've got plenty of things in my life to apologize for, but those are all to individual people that I, you know, was a jerk to. Okay, but I don't free. I don't care. I don't care if I get canceled. I don't care what happens. I don't care if hordes of trannies come after me with pitchforks and torches. Sean, don't apologize for nothing, man. <laughs> and I ain't never gonna do it either. I'd kind of like to see that. What's that? Yeah, they come after you with pitchforks. I'd love it. I'd love for them to protest me. <laughs> Holy crap, I'd love to drive in here one day, and I got a dozen trannies on the lawn, man. Well, I never get protested. I try every day to piss people off. 
All right, to the extent to where they want to get me yanked off the air, or they want to show up here, you know, with their signs, in their dresses, with their mustaches, you know, that they're Freddie Mercury mustaches. I can't make it happen. I just want to be protested just once, man. Well, the the new protest in this day and age is to reach out on social media. (laughs) (laughs) That's just no fun at all, man. I want your tranny asses here on the lawn, okay? That's what I want, baby. I want a picket line, man. Wait, that didn't make any sense. You know what I mean. Let me reset here. Picket line. No, I'm not. I'm not a union guy. There's no need to pick. You know, I don't need any scabs. What, I, what I'm saying is, if if you don't, if you're a tranny and I'm pissing you off right now, why won't you people protest me, man? I try so hard every day. I put out so much energy. Not two one zero five nine nine fifty. Well, I think trannies suck. There, how's that make you feel? Protest me for one. Thing, I don't give a crap about your pronouns. They've seen this neighborhood. <laughs> I wouldn't protest out here either. I lived in Stone Oak. Okay. I'd have trannies chasing me down the street, man. If I lived in the Dominion, okay, I wouldn't be able to get away from the pissed off trannies. But in this neighborhood, they don't want to roll the dice, man. man. They don't want to risk it, baby. It's just not worth it. God, he's such a jerk, but that neighborhood's a little yeah. t- little shady and dicey. Just a tad. Yeah. It's just a crime here, not a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just freaking kill you, right? They, they hate everybody. They just hate everybody, man. <laughs> All right. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, talking about this guy from the Blue Jays who apologized to the tranny community. And his teammates are reposting an Instagram thing about boycotting Target and Bud Light. He's got to go to the re-education camps now and get fixed. I was talking about how I don't apologize for nothing, man. And that, and you know what? We got to stop. You, we all collectively have to stop. But it, it, I, I, and and let me uh, even put out my my uh, the only other caveat I put out, which is I love gay people. This ain't about gay people. I love gay people. You know why? Because they just are, man. If you're a gay dude, you're a dude. If you're a gay woman, you're a lesbian. You just are. They're not somebody trapped in somebody else's stinking body. The trans trip, as it's evolved to where it is right now, at least with the fully grown-ass adults who, who are engaging, or who are who are part of this community, I, I am increasingly convinced they're just people who are either extremely boring or they hate themselves, and so they got to be somebody completely different. You know, honestly. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's getting so surreal that the rest of us, including gay people who see this farce for what it is, a farce, need to start digging our heels in. And I don't even care if you're wearing heels. Let's dig our heels in and start saying, no, you're a dude and you're a woman. I don't care how you live, but that's what you are. And stay away from the kids, you pervert. Stay away from the freaking kids. You grooming weirdo, stay away from the kids. Holy crap. The fact that we have to discuss this. So, yeah, for what I just said, just said now, would I ever apologize for that? And hell no. Oh, hell no. We got to stop with the apologizing. We got to stop being such wimps about this thing. There's Bill. Bill, how you doing? Hey. Well, you were talking about things that you hate, you can't stand hearing, and the one that you got to, like, put your rubber boots on or your waders, and as soon as you hear it, it's coming from some hack, is the words, let me be clear. That's oh. the biggest BS is coming your way. It's going to be a pile of BS of mine. You're absolutely as as right. That. As soon as I hear somebody say, let me be clear, I know they're about to be very, very unclear. Well, let's circle back. <laughs> let's circle. Hey, let's do this for a while. Y'all just call us up with the crap that people say that you can't stand. Okay? Because, yeah, l- let me be clear. You know when somebody says that, le- I'm going to be clear, they're about to lay down some convoluted, verbose bull crap that doesn't make any sense at all. Here it comes. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Excellent. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Let's, just, let's do that for a while. Throughout the rest of the show, if you want to call me up with something that people say that you can't stand, 
I want to hear it. You know what the other thing that I just, that this guy said in the apology that I can't stand? I when either when somebody either says I I need to work do some work on that. Oh, I need to work on myself. I need to work on myself. You know, what are you, a construction site? And the other thing is, I need to be educated. Like that guy, I need to be educated. I need to educate myself mm-hmm. so that I can be an ally. It's another stinking word I can't stand. Can you be an ally? What are you, France? You know, stop it. All right. right. Do you want to <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a lot to unpack right now. No, nah, that's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's unpack this. Now Sean's having fun. I'm less pissed off. Let's go ahead and do this for a while. 210-599-5555. <laughs> we'll take your calls as soon as we get back on News Talk 550 KTSA. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. We stumbled upon something that we're discussing right now, and we got full lines. Let's talk about this Blue Jays guy that was apologizing uh, for reposting something, and uh, you know he, he's he's gonna he's gonna better educate himself, uh, and he's gonna reach out to the you know. We started talking about stuff that people say that I can't stand. I can't remember what kick what the actual thing I kicked it off was. But when people say reset, I hate that. Uh, when people say uh, they're going to reach out, uh, to you know, instead of calling somebody, I can't stand that. What was the first one, though? I've already gone blank on it from the actual story I was talking about. No, it was about him uh, getting reeducated or learning or something like right. that. It was one of those contrite. Contrite and contrived things that people say now instead of having original thought is really what you know i was thinking about one during the break then and we'll go to the phones you know what one word there's a single word that is used just con two words that are used constantly right now that i can't stand the first is hate the word hate is so freaking overused right now i hate hate i don't want any hate hate basically now represents somebody who disagrees with you if somebody disagrees with you, they're fostering hate. They're promoting hate. I hate hate. I love how people who talk about how much they can't stand hate hate everybody who hates or the people they consider hateful. I'm against hate, and I hope you die of colon cancer. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and the other word is my, again, another one of those words that is so overused and I hate it is the word deserve. You deserve this. Somebody deserves something. I, I, I'm tired of that because you know what? Uh, it's his birthday today. He turns 93 uh, uh, years of age today. And to quote one of my, my favorite lines from a Clint Eastwood movie, deserve ain't got nothing to do with it, man. Here, what, what about I demand? I demand or, yeah, demand is overused. You hear that a lot. It's like you don't demand nothing, man. <laughs> You can request. You can request. Here's Jennifer. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Sean? Great. What are you thinking? Um, actually, I've been thinking about this for about a year now. I feel like unprecedented, unprecedented has been thrown around for every event, for every, you know, like this. COVID has been the unprecedented event. event oh, unprecededented. Right, right, right. I'm saying it right. <laughs> I feel it's... like they're swinging around for everything now. It's like, okay, well, we've known some of these things before in history, so... You know what else that's kind of along the same lines that I can't stand? Uh Existential threat. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, they glommed onto that one. They just wouldn't let it go. This is an existential threat. It threatens our existence, which is really not what it means. (laughs) I mean, it it sort of means that. But it really, I mean, conceptually and philosophically, if you look at the writings of Ayn Rand, it's, it, existentialism is not about our existence. Is thre- it's really more of a, a being thing, you know, and, and are you, uh, are you uh, a being in your world or are you, you know. So are they misusing- dealing with ex- An existential crisis is, what is my life all about? What am I doing? It's not, you know. It's not oh, an there's impending gonna be a, crisis. Right. There's going to be an earthquake. Uh, c- climate change is going to kill us all. That's what an existential threat is now. If the yeah. MAGA Republicans <laughs> get back in power, it represents an existential threat because we're going to kill all the trannies. You know, I mean, that kind of crap. <laughs> but existential. Exactly. 
<laughs> existential threat is more like, what does my life mean? <laughs> I feel like uh, Washington's is becoming very dramatic lately. <laughs> oh, it's pathetic. All right. Well, I got to go. Thank you so much. Uh, reach out to me again there, Jennifer. And we'll dialogue. That's another one I can't stand. Uh, John, how are you? Hey, Sean. Uh, mine is a term. It's go away. Rain, rain, go away. Uh, rain doesn't go away. It dissipates or it's moving southeast at 30 miles an hour. Take cover immediately. Uh, go away, especially for people that use words, tells me that uh, they're lazy. Go away. Go away. Rain, rain, go away. I only ever hear that from my wife. What I'm saying is, I don't go away isn't necessarily like a, a new term that people are using. Oh, this is not new. This is right. old. It's, ta- it's indoctrinated with that right. little rhyme. That's when you don't right. have time to discuss uh, the way right. social. Well, I got to go away right now. All right, let's go to. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's go to. <laughs> that was mean. I'm sorry, dude. Who's this? This is Roy. Roy, what's on your brain? Well, the no-brainer has been overused expression for years, and it makes me want to throw up a little every time I hear it. No-brainer? Yes. Yeah, I don't yes. like that one either. That's a no-brainer. You don't need a brain to come up with that, because it's a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only person that really accurately describes is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She is a walking no-brainer. All right, thanks. Uh, let's go to Aaron. Aaron, how you doing? Hey, Sean, how you doing? Great, man. What are you thinking? I cannot stand when people say it is what it is. <laughs> that was on the list, Aaron. <laughs> All right, thank you. Talk about an existential crisis. Okay, you're creating one every time you say it is what it is. You're really not saying anything when you say that, I think is the point, right? You're not really saying anything. It is what it is. In fact, when you say it is what it is, it's kind of you opening a door in a conversation so you can run your ass out before you look stupid. So you just, you know what I mean? It's like an exit strategy. You know, it is what it is. You know, like I get this a lot when I'm when I, on the rare occasions off air that I'm debating somebody about something, you know, uh, and I start to win the debate uh, and I say something like, well, that's, this is why point A is wrong. This is why point B is wrong. This is why you're full of crap on point C. And ultimately, your entire agenda and worldview is, well, bullcrap. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> you know do, what I mean? Do you like the sorry, not sorry? No, I hate that. Yeah. I wish people would stop doing that. I don't understand the point of that. Sorry, not sorry. Well, then why'd you say you're sorry if you're not sorry? Well, this is my truth, Sean. <laughs> I think you know what you can do with your truth. God, this list is so spot on. Uh, did you find a list? Oh, I've got two different lists going. One from 2022, one from 2023. Oh. There is a lot of phrases that people are just had it. I, I, it's just, you know, you know what it is uh, in that we're, we're at, people are losing the ability to come up with original things to say. And, and it's too much work for people to come up with new ways of saying things or interesting way of, ways of saying things. And so people rely on this, on these little catchphrases without really thinking about it. You know what I mean? Well, what do I know? It is what it is. Uh, let's go to, um, oh, never mind, 210-599-5555. Well, I'm trying to think of some more. It, it is what it is. Uh, well, YOLO really isn't popular anymore. People don't really say that anymore. But I, I hated that when that was popular. Sorry, right. not sorry. I don't like. Right. I have one in here. What's that? When, whenever it's submitted, I have to rewrite everything. Mm-hmm. But if we have a, somebody files a report from out in the field, and they say, so-and-so has boots on the ground. Oh, God. Yes, yeah, boots I, on the ground. I'm no, sick of know, that. Next time, write, you know, so-and-so is in a tree with an update. <laughs> Uh, but that, that, now that's interesting. But see, this and I'm, <laughs> it is. But you, there's boots in the tree. Yeah, right. Boots at the edge of the toilet. You know. So here's uh, those are. But again, it's much easier rather than really expressing yourself to just rely on little catchphrases that are popular and people use, and they change up every few years. Right. People come up with new ones. Yeah. How about stern warning? 
stern warning as opposed yeah. to a gentle, nice warning. Yeah, a jovial warning. A jovial warning. Oh, com- you don't want to go there, a, a pal. comical warning. <laughs> don't try to floss the teeth of a shark. He'll eat you. Well, my faith in humanity is restored. Oh, God. Oh, oh wait. James Trevino with boots on the ground that. from the control room. I hate when people say that. My faith in humanity. Like anybody gives a crap if you have faith in humanity or not. Like you losing your faith in humanity is somehow going to depress the crap out of me. Like, oh, we lost that one. How about when so-and-so makes me physically ill? <laughs> well, well do, I, do your own research. I actually do get physically ill when people talk sometimes. So I, <laughs> I, I got a condition. Well, so be, I can actually say that. You need to educate yourself. Oh, you need to educate yourself. <laughs> educate this. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm holding up? <laughs> now I'll, I'll, I'll just play dumb from here on out if that's the case. I reject the premise of that statement. Oh, God. <laughs> James, you're starting to represent an existential threat to this segment. and uh... Well, you should live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate how people say that. You know what I can't stand is when people go to Big Lots and they go buy one of those stupid things that hang on the wall that says, live, laugh, love. What if I don't feel like it? I'm sorry. You're, well, you're, not, you're not living your best life, though. Oh, you? God. Now I've created a Frankenstein monster. It happens. Now it's, it's just taking on a life of its own. Well, you know, that's what we do. You, know, you do that on this show once a month. You create something that just takes on a life of its own. I think you need more situational awareness. <laughs> okay, I need to start worrying about my own mental health and my boundaries. You know, people have to have boundaries, and you're crossing the line. 210. You do you, pal. <laughs> you do you is kind of like telling somebody to go blank themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you do you. Hey, I know. Wait, what did you just tell me? <laughs> Oh, I'm going to do you in about a minute. <laughs> you dink. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got something cool coming. We're, do, we're now in full swing for Operation Interdependence. I've been doing this since I came here. We've been doing it for a lot of years. And uh, I want to thank uh, KTSA, of course, and Kitchen Designs by Giovanni for doing uh, Operation Interdependence again this year. I got some exciting news uh, about Giovanni uh, coming up next week, I'll tell you about. But. For the moment, now through July 4th, we're collecting needed items needed items for our troops deployed around the world. Help them out. And all of our sponsors are all of our sponsors are drop-off locations. Now for a complete list of the stuff we're looking for this year and where those drop-off locations are, go to the website KTSA.com. Brought to you in part by the Institute for Functional Health, uh, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World, Specs, and River City. Uh, we'll take a little break. We'll be right back at Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's talk station. Yes, people voice their opinions. You talk. We listen. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. That's good music. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Came up with a few. We're talking about annoying things that people say now. It's just something we've stumbled upon here on the show. I came up with a couple during the break there. Too bad, so sad. I hate when people say, too bad, so sad. Okay, you stinking sociopath. Whatever. It's just kind of a snotty thing to say to people, you know. There, another one I hate. We can do this. Mind your own business. I don't like that one either. And Don Morgan just provided me uh, with the... This is from Inc.com uh, or whatever. It's, oh, it's a magazine. Business journal of some kind, right? Right. 50 most annoying business phrases of 2023. And the business phrase, how the business world talks, is kind of this, it drifts into common everyday speech that a lot of people use, right? right? Yeah. Number one, I hear you. I hate that as well. It's like when people say, I get it. I get it. I hate that. Because you know what? People who say they get it usually don't get it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't like that one. Demystify. I don't like that. Sucks. I, I get, you know, what does that mean? What are you, Doctor Strange? What are you right. going to say a spell and demystify stuff? Right. Are you human, you're a human dehumidifier, perhaps. I don't know. Low-hanging fruit? <laughs> These are funny. 
This one does actually annoy me. I'm going to say it. Uh, take a deep dive. You know, you hear that a lot. I'm going to do, right. do a deep dive. Well, let, let's okay, take, Jacques let's, Cousteau. Let's table that for well, yeah, now. Look at, you're looking for... Uh, well, table that. Let's table that. I can't table it. I'm doing a deep dive. I'll hit my, my head on the edge of the table. Dog and pony show. That gets a little overused. Out of pocket. Well, Obamacare brought us that crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Obama. We're paying more out of pocket thanks to Obamacare. Not going to lie. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. When people say they're not going to lie, they are absolutely going to freaking lie to you. They're going to lie their ass off, okay? Just like every time Biden says not a joke, he's lying. He is joking and he's lying. True story. True story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, I went through the whole 50. Uh, shots on goal. I don't hear that one. Let's table this for now. Yeah, there you go. Move the needle. I don't like it when people say move the needle. The only people who should be talking about needle moving are people on the radio because we don't want to be in, don't want to overmodulate. Right. Move the needle. Is that something heroin addicts say to each other? Yeah. Or maybe if you do clothing alterations. <laughs> Earthquake charts, maybe? I don't know. More coming up. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How the hell are you? Is everybody having a good time? Phone lines are open 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. Well, DeSantis is in Iowa, right? Trump's in Iowa, I believe. You know, things are getting pretty hot and heavy here uh, in the early days of this primary season. And the polls are starting to come out every other day now. And Trey had mentioned on Ware and Rima that there was some business of Trump, you know, smack talking uh, 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 Kaylee McKenney on Fox News for putting up uh, some polls that he thought weren't quite high enough or what have you. People are talking about, you know, DeSantis versus Trump, Trump versus DeSantis. Trump continues to call him funny names. And uh, he, you know, was thus far handling it fairly well. Last thing I heard from DeSantis, I think it was over the weekend, that, you know, I must be doing something right if Trump's coming after me, if he's worried about me. Um, I'm going to make a, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it, though, and I'll explain my thoughts on this a little deeper. Um, I, I think unless... The other side cheats, which they're prone to do and have done in the past, in my opinion, successfully. Uh, I think if if they don't uh, cheat this thing, uh, then Donald Trump's the next president. Uh, and I, I, I'm I'm serious. We talk about his personality. We talk about the name calling. Oh, don't do that. You know, you're going to screw this up or it's going to lose you the election. And even I've said that. Because I, I, I find some of the uh, playground stuff with Trump to be a little boring after a while. And the na- the funny name calling, it gets childish. You know, it, it, it worked for him very, very well in 2015 and 2016. Uh, and it, it worked very well for him on the, on the, can- on the primary trail uh, or prim- in the primary contest when he's calling Rubio names and calling Ted Cruz names and stuff. Worked for him uh, like gangbusters when he went up against Hillary Clinton and started, you know, really being insulting to her. Because she's got to be one of the most dislikable human beings on planet Earth, even if you're a freaking Democrat. Uh, and, and even now, people are like, well, you know, DeSantis is uh, he's Trump with polish, you know. And DeSantis is the only one who's even showing numbers as far as the folks who have shown up or, or said they're going to run. Uh, Chris Christie. That freaking meatball apparently is going to be announcing next week that he's running. You know, and who cares? You know, come on, man. You you think that big piece, that big stack of pastrami is going to get anything on the primary trail? People are, people, Chris who? Nobody cares about Chris Christie. You know, maybe maybe uh, Marie Osmond uh, cares about that guy in regards to his uh, possible weight loss, but you know they, you know nobody else cares. Well, I'm just saying, you know, 
Get that guy on some Nutrisystem, you know. I, 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 but beyond that, nobody cares about fat ass uh, 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 Chris Christie. So hey, nobody, DeSantis, I think, arguably is the only one really out there that I guess people could sort of see maybe getting close to Trump. But you know what? It ain't going to happen. And I'll tell you why. This is my thought. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. Okay. Even if people don't like Donald Trump's tood or they don't like his his personality or they don't like the name calling, uh, you know, he, he does have a proclivity for becoming easily distracted with personal attacks and stuff like that. But you know what? Even people that don't like him or like that are still going to support him. And you know why? Because he's still not a politician. And uh, his support base is unwavering, and it's picking up new people every day, I think. I think possibly even some Democrats. And you know why? Because things are worse now than they were in 2016 and 2015. Back in those days, what people, what, what, what Trump, how Trump resonated with people was that people had had almost eight freaking years of a guy telling him how much it sucks to be an American, how much America sucks. You're all a bunch of stinking racists. All the cops are racists. White people are horrible. And they heard that crap for seven, almost eight years at that point. And so the guy coming forward and first off calling out politicians for the scumbags they are and calling out the media for the scumbags they are uh, resonated with people because nobody had really done that to the extent that Trump had at that point. And his message overall was a positive one. Let's make America great again. You know, we're great, man. We're a great freaking country. Let's be that again. Of course, that was going to resonate with people at that time. Why is Trump going to win the day this time out? Why is he going to resonate with people now? Because you know what? Stuff is even worse as far as how people live their lives or how they're able to live their lives or not able to live their lives. Things are bad. And everybody knows it. And the only people who are acting like everything is not bad are the Democrats. And when they admit that things are bad, they still somehow magically end up blaming Trump. But there's a whole lot of people that look at Trump and they know what he'll do. They know there's no real rolling of the dice as far as him going political or not following through on a promise or something he said he was going to do because he has political considerations. Everybody knows the guy doesn't have any political considerations. He has ego considerations. He considers his own success. But he's not political. Uh, and when you're having trouble, you know, filling up your car with gas, when you're having trouble, uh, buying food for your family, uh, when you're concerned about freaking drag queens at your kid's school, uh, when you're concerned about getting swarmed by 40 people and stomped into the ground because you, you know, did something wrong or said the wrong thing to the wrong person, or maybe you're just walking down the freaking street. When people see tent cities popping up in their in their neighborhoods and their homes and cars getting broken into by all these people who are pouring over the border and it sucks and it's affecting your life directly, you're going to go with Trump. You're going to go with the guy you know will fix it or will do everything possible to fix it. Why? Because he's done it before. So I I really think a lot of this back and forth over, you know, who's going to rise to the top uh, on the primary trail. You know, Trump's lost his mind and he's 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 being too insulting or childish or what have you. I, I you know what? It's all a bunch of bluster. At the end of the day, people will go with who they think can make their lives better and who also has a proven track record of doing just that. When I go on one of my little road trips to the hill country, which hopefully I'll be doing again soon here, uh, and just in general, when I'm out and about in the world in general, even when I was out in Colorado, hard to believe, but it's true. You know, you, you don't go into convenience stores and see Ron DeSantis ball caps. <laughs> okay? You go into a convenience store in America, and it's about a 50-50 chance as to whether or not you're going to be able to purchase a Donald Trump hat. 
and more than likely you will be able to buy a Donald Trump ball cap or a Donald Trump T-shirt, okay, or a Donald Trump bumper sticker. I'm telling you, I at the end of the day, none of these other people are going to matter. I like DeSantis too, but you know what? When it comes down to it, it ain't going to matter. It's Trump's all the way, only if they cheat. What do you think? 210-599-5555, Let me know uh, what's on your brain. Also, uh, another thing that we're discussing quite a lot these days is artificial intelligence. And just so I'm on the record for saying this, I think it's going to ruin the human race. I think it's bad. <laughs> I don't really have any. I, I re- It's going to feel so good going into it, man. But, baby, it's going to wreck us all, and and I'll explain why uh, coming up in a bit. Plus, I got a harp on Disneyland and, and the tranny with the mustache dressed up like a princess. Holy crap, man. Kid go, you know, what's every little kid's dream, man? At least it used to be. What's every little kid's dream? Going to Disneyland, okay? I still harbor a certain amount of guilt inside of myself because I never got my kid to Disneyland. That used to be the thing you want to do for your kid is take them to Disneyland or Disney World. And imagine being a little kid in the in the king in the magical kingdom, right? And what is it? The bitty bitty body boom bitty bitty bomb bomb boutique or whatever. You know what I mean? It's the princess boutique. Is that what it is, you know? Where they go and they little girls get to be treated like little princesses. A video went viral uh, in the last news cycle, last 24 hours, of, well, little girls go to the little boutique there where they get to be princesses for a day, and there's a guy, there's a dude in a dress there bringing kids into the boutique with a mustache. He's a dude. So if you're a little kid in magic land, suddenly you look up and you have to try to figure out why there's a princess with a mustache with a uh, Burt Reynolds, Freddie Mercury type mustache. This is where, again, the whole tranny trip kind of falls apart for me. You want to be left alone first off, which is odd, seeming out seeing how you're constantly trying to provoke people. Uh, and secondly, uh, if you're a dude in a dress, I'm supposed to actually believe you're a biological woman. Then could you explain the facial hair to me? <laughs> Cause I, I'm seeing more and more trannies with beards and mustaches. You want to I mean, you want to help explain, well, how I'm supposed to see your stupid hairy ass as a woman when you got a freaking Walt Whitman beard going, you know? So anyway, that's the world we live in. 210-599-5555. We'll take a little break. We'll come back and talk to Mike. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Coming up, more solid info and entertainment to fulfill your mind's cravings. This is the Sean Rima Show. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I have to pull back from the hate. I'm just going to relax. I'm getting so I'm getting so upset on the air today, man. I got to chill, man. I'm having a philosophical discussion with my kid the other, yesterday at, at, at Wiener Haas or Dog Haas or whatever. It's, it's the hot dog place, the fancy hot dog place we go to in my neighborhood. And I, I really am, I, I've reached this place in my life uh, after the past five years, really, after the past 30 maybe, where I'm really just embracing the simple stuff, you know what I mean? The little everyday moments are really, that's the important stuff. I, I like to say the, the the small stuff is the big stuff and the big stuff is the small stuff. I'm having this conversation with my daughter yesterday, and I, I just to put this in your mind, because I thought it was sort of clever at the time. But I said, you know, right now, my whole life and all that matters is just me sitting here having lunch with you. It's the important stuff. The stuff, the crap that we talk about on talk radio, the crap that we talk about on social media, the crap that we yell at each other and scream about and and get all bajiggity about, you know, a lot of that stuff, you know what, may not seem like it, but it's actually freaking meaningless. The stuff that matters is the moment you're in right now. How it smells, how it tastes, how it looks, all the little details. And I held up an onion ring. 
a beautiful golden fried onion ring. This place has the best onion rings. I just held it up. I said, you know what? Life is an onion ring, man. And life is an onion ring for two reasons. First off, life is circular. It's not a it's not a straight line with a definite beginning and end. I don't believe. I believe it's circular. I believe we continue on. That's part of my faith. So life is an onion ring and the circular nature nature of it. But you know what? Life is also an onion ring because freaking onion rings are delicious, man. <laughs> So despite all the screaming and yelling and weirdness today, I want you to carry that with you in your minds. When things get you down or you get overwhelmed by how crappy things are right now, which is really, really easy to to do, yes, rely on your faith. If you're a person of faith, talk to Jesus. I absolutely believe that. I talk to Jesus all the time, man. But if you're really having a hard day, just tell yourself this one thing. Life is an onion ring. And then go get yourself some junk food, whatever your junk food is. Does that make sense? Life is an onion ring, Mike. It's an onion ring. How does that make you feel? Hey, um, I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you've <laughs> ever been to um, uh, Laredo. What'd you say? Nothing, man. No worries. What's what's okay. on your brain, man? Okay, what are you yeah. thinking? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to Laredo, Texas. I'm. I'm down in Laredo, Texas, about 150 miles from San Antonio. Right. No, uh, I have right not now. been to Laredo. And you, uh, well, you need to take a trip down to Laredo, and, and you'll see what um, what the deal is. Um, you you almost have to speak Spanish uh, to be uh, live in Laredo or to, uh, to uh, come to Laredo. You think San Antonio is bad? You haven't seen nothing yet, brother. <sighs> just come down. Just 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 take a little just take a little visit uh, if you get some extra time. To drive about 150 miles down to Laredo, you see what I'm talking well, about. Well, yeah, hey, maybe I could just, I could actually, probably, I could, Mike, I could probably just wait here, and it'll arrive at some point to San Antonio. <laughs> it's already starting to creep into the uh, into our lives. Yeah, well, let me let me let me ask you this question, Sean. Have you um, have you received your Joe Biden cell phone yet? Have no. Have you received your $800 cash? And here's here's what really pisses me off, Sean. Have you seen the video of what's going on in New York City? They got these people in $500 a night hotel rooms, and they say that these people are partying. They having drinking alcohol, uh, having parties, having a good time. I thought these people were supposed to be coming to the U.S. looking for work. Well, no. I, I want to know where's my $500 hotel room at, <laughs> and where's my party, and where's all my free food and, and, and alcohol at, because I need to get in on this deal that Joe Biden, if everybody else has got the deal, somebody forgot to go, somebody left I, me out. I just was trying to make sure you hadn't got in on the deal I yet. Think, I think you and I are going to be waiting a long time for that. Do you know they're actually moving yeah, him think- into colleges now in New York? They're actually starting to you know, put him in college classes and let him sleep there because they just are – I tell you what. I tell you one thing before I hang up with you, Sean. Here's the biggest insult that I've heard about the whole deal with Joe Biden since we just celebrated Memorial Day. Did you hear about? I think you already talked about it. Did you hear about the fact that they were putting out military veterans out of hotel rooms yeah. and replacing them with immigrants? That's the biggest slap in the face for any man that served this country. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thanks, Mike. It's always a pleasure, man. Thank you, sir, for your call. Appreciate it. Yeah, he's right. No, I don't need to go to Laredo. It's going to be here soon. I, I, I drive. I, I'm on the west side a lot these days because uh, uh, my wife uh, is taking a night class on the west side. Uh, my daughter is also doing some work and some college herself down on the west side, down that part of town. So I'm just there a lot these days. And you're, you're just seeing, as you get around the city especially, you're just seeing more and more people, aren't you? We're driving down Highway 90. We go through an overpass, and I look over, and there's about half a dozen people, you know, in sleeping bags crammed up into the furthest corner of the overpass. I'm driving into work today uh, on 410. In other words, not just the west side. Maybe that's the wrong way to put it. I'm, I'm seeing it across town. I'm seeing garbage everywhere, and I'm seeing people everywhere, itinerant people who are out of doors. And they got the bags like the migrants. They got the stuff going on. And I'm driving into work today on 410. It's pitch black. And there's a dude with everything he owns running across the highway. (laughs) In a slight traffic. I mean, I'm I'm amazed the guy made it because he, he ran across 410 at basically rush hour, the beginnings of rush hour. 
Have you experienced You've experienced that, too, haven't you? Well, I was going to say it reminds me of California, all yeah. the signs of the families crossing. Yeah. They've had those for decades in California. Now we're going to have to have those keep an eye out for people yeah. running across the highway. Yeah. We don't need to go to Laredo, dude. It's coming here. We're, we're one of the main, the primary stop-off stop points, if you will, or drop-off points before they go someplace else. We're more popular than Disneyland. <laughs> exactly. Anywhere, Anywhere. Anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Talked about a lot of stuff today. Talked about annoying phrases that are popular right now. We've had a lot of calls on that one. You know, things like, uh, but the, I think what's, I'm trying, I wish I could remember what the very first one that set me off was. And I got to look at that story, that Blue Jay story again. To look at that guy's apology. But it, it, that took off for a while. I, I talk about politics for a little bit. Some tranny crap. <laughs> it ain't a uh, it ain't a day in uh, in talk radio unless you talk about the tranny crap. But I I was also getting metaphysical. I just I really want to try to balance stuff out. I'm working for a balance on the gig right now of of world you know world events politics. Uh, a good measure of what I call grab ass radio, which is us just cracking each other up. And I really like sharing kind of my thoughts and where I am right now in life. And I had mentioned that life is an onion ring a minute ago, and my wife texted me, Mr. John, life is an onion ring? What are you talking about? It makes no sense. How can life be an onion ring? You know, and I... And I it's it's because life is like you know it's like the ohm right the ohm you know life it's the it's the circular nature of the onion ring in other words maybe life could be a tortilla life can be a tortilla it could be a donut it's circular that that's the point of it right and in the center of the donut or the or the onion ring what do you have James you have silence you have perfect peace yes you have spiritual balance in the circle of life. As Elton John, the great Elton John, once sang about for that stupid Disney movie. And so, yes, life is, plus life is an onion ring because you, you shouldn't, you should be careful not to miss the little moments of your life because your, your life is a moment. In other words, when you are eating a delicious onion ring, that's all there is in the universe. When you're eating a, a delicious taco, all, it's just the taco. When you're hanging out with a loved one, that's all there is in life is just you and that person, right? These moments of life are the important parts of life, okay? You know what one of my favorite things to do in the world right now is? And I've said it before on the air so you people won't be shocked. I just love going to freaking H-E-B with my wife. (laughs) Like going to H-E-B and shopping with my wife is one of my favorite things to do, okay? It's not some great vacation in Vegas. It's not, you know, uh, climbing the Himalayas. It's, you know, it's not, you know, any, anything big or dramatic or what have you. It's just, wow, just going to the supermarket. There's something cool about that, at least until you see the prices of things. That's the point. Life is an onion ring, okay? Sometimes that's all there is. That's all you, we overthink stuff. And we spend so much time in debate. And, and maybe I'm starting to click into what Russell Brand has been saying now for about a year. We, we, you know, we're all part of the same circus. And these debates are not unimportant. I'm not saying that, okay? Uh, uh, figuring out our politics, figuring out policy of this, the policies of this country and the, the path on which this country is traveling, which is right now kind of a crummy one. And certainly you need to pay attention to these things, and it's important that you understand your own opinions. And I'm not backing away from any of that. But holy crap, do you realize how so much of it in the great grand scheme of your life is completely, it's, it's meaningless? In other words, nobody is going to be lying on their deathbed saying, holy crap, I wish I'd reposted that tweet. Holy Jesus, I wish I'd argued this point in that online debate. Jesus, I wish I'd watched more freaking Hannity. You know, no, nobody, no. 
You know what they you know what people say on their deathbed? Wow, I wish I'd had another onion ring. If only I could have one more onion ring. <laughs> wish I had a taco, man. That's all I'm saying. Remember the small stuff, man. The small stuff is uh the actual stuff of life, if that makes sense. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Case in point. Okay, but people are talking about AI and, oh, holy crap, we love AI, and AI is going to be such a benefit to the human race. It's going to make medical diagnoses uh, more efficient. Uh, it's going to, you know, streamline life. Here's a story I saw on Fox yesterday, uh, and this is an interview with a guy named Greg Smalley, who's uh, affiliated with uh, Focus on the Family out of Colorado Springs. He's a marriage expert. Okay. And uh, he's saying that uh, what he is seeing more of, and we probably will see more of, is that people are letting AI write their marriage vows. He says, you know, uh, some people aren't very good with words. Some people, uh, you know, they just uh, quote, uh, some people are gifted with the ability to write beautiful words in the form of wedding vows, while some are not. So if you want to say a beautiful thing to your beloved, to your betrothed, why not let the AI uh, do it? And you'll come up with something really, really cool, really elegant. Well, I'll tell you what, because... It, it, why is that wrong? You know why? Here, here's the thing. If if you yourself, it, no matter how it artle- artlessly or inelegantly, can't come up with a handful of words that you want to promise to another human being that you're claiming you want to spend the rest of your life with, and you think AI can do that better for you, you probably shouldn't be getting married. And I'll tell you why. Because life is an onion ring. <laughs> And life is looking at that other person and however you are capable of saying it, saying, wow, holy crap, I love you. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. If you can't pull that off, maybe you shouldn't get married. Okay. All right. You're a romantic. You are a romantic guy. I am, yeah. Archie Bunker would not write his own vows. He would use AI. Oh, Jesus, Edith, marry me. (laughs) God, Jesus, Edith. Just marry me, Edith. I'm just saying that is supposed to be the most honest moment of your freaking life is when you are vowing to spend the rest of your existence with another human being. Yes. Come what may, you know, through until uh, uh, death do us part, right? Through better or worse, all that stuff. Well, I know about... Don't let a freaking toaster oven do it for you. I know about 400,000 people in this United States that are not going to have one problem with AI ever. Nah, you're right. The Amish. <laughs> no. They, oh, they, wait a minute. You're right. No, they will never interact They'll with AI. Never do, the Amish are the only people who will survive, yeah, man. I'm going to move to Pennsylvania. Now. The Amish and the Mennonites. That's all we're going to have. <laughs> There'll be nobody else, man. AI's going to wipe our asses out, but not the Mennonites and the Amish. They're going to be still making their jams, still you know, putting stuff in jars, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a look. That's true. That's I, a great point. I don't even think they have vows. They just point at each other. You and then they point back, and then they're they, like, "Okay, go go get a house." And my man starts growing his beard. That's it. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> I take you, Fraulein. That's it. Uh, let me tell you about my friends at Stevens Roofing. And so, don't miss the little things, the little details of life. Eat the onion ring, man. Be the onion ring. Uh, we'll circle back around to that uh, later on. Stay out of backups and jams. Get the latest traffic and weather together throughout the day. San Antonio's News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. As right now, I'm using the Blue Jays' resources to better educate myself, to make better decisions moving forward. Moving forward. That's the one. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. That's what set the whole tone of the show. I hate it when people say they're moving forward. Well, I'm moving forward. Okay, let's see. Right here, I'm a jerk, but I'm going to move forward away from my own jerkness. I'm in motion. It's forward motion. God, I hate that. You're right. Moving forward.
I'm gonna educate myself so I can be an ally. Blech. You know what, why that bothers you? And we'll talk to John here. It pisses. You know why? I spend a, a goodly amount of time, if you will, trying to come up with interesting ways to say things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe that's a writer in me. I'm always trying to come up with a funky, new, interesting way to say stuff that's just not ordinary or pedestrian or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's just so much easier just to rely on catchphrases and crap that everybody says. Here's John. John, how you doing? I'm doing well, my brother. How are you? Not too bad, man. I'm eating the onion ring, man. I know. Go oh, ahead. Oh, What's oh, on your brain there? <laughs> all over. So the phrase, sorry, not sorry, I swear that came from a Pee Wee Herman quote from a Cheech and Chong movie. <laughs> Was that when he was a hamburger man? Yeah, hamburger. I'm the hamburger man. Sold their money, and Timothy Leary said, you have to apologize for stealing their money. And he went into the cell, (laughs) and he said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I forgot about that. Sorry, not sorry. It may have its origins in that, yes. I hate it when people it say a, that. Sorry, not I sorry. Then why'd you say you were sorry yeah. at all? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Freaking well, sociopath. Have a great day. All right, thank you, man. Eat the onion ring, baby. Be in the onion ring. You're hanging on to that one, aren't you? Well, it's my life right now. The onion ring is my life. Okay, I am. I am within and without the onion ring. I am. I am. I, have, I am embracing the onion ring in my heart. It's just a metaphysical piece of crap that I'm trying to lay on you people. But uh, I'm just serious. You know, Don't miss the little moments of your life. It's important stuff. And sometimes, baby, it's a greasy-ass onion ring. Uh, i got a couple of minutes here if you want to get in under the wire here. Uh, we also have some space alien news to leave you with. We have a guy. Uh, let's see. I think he's, where the hell is this guy from? Let me bring this up here. Another guy who's saying that uh, essentially we we've been aliens, space aliens have been walking among us and living among us for you know a long time, and that we have pretty much been aware of it for about uh, th- or the military has been aware of it for about thirty years. Dr. Gary Nolan from Stanford, he's a medical professor. He said uh, many years before the military had come to him, apparently he alleges and asked him to analyze, I believe, some genetic material. And I don't think he was able to find an origin. Uh, he also says the military is well aware of these vehicles that we always hear about that, that def- defy the laws of physics, meaning they must be from somewhere other than Earth. And if that's true, man, beam me up right now, Scotty. Come on, take my ass. I'll be your Richard Dreyfus. I'll get on the ship, man. Can my wife come with me? Can my wife come with me? couple of other things. First off, secondly, it's uh, Augie Myers' birthday, uh, the iconic Augie Myers man. Augie, we love you, man. Been able to hang out with that dude a couple of times. He's such a great guy, apart from being a brilliant musician and artist. In fact, he spent his birthday up there. I saw the Clay had posted, his son had posted, that they were recording a new record. Excellent. So that's what he's doing on his birthday. 83? 83, is he? Yeah, I think so. It's also Clint Eastwood's 93rd birthday. Whoa. And I have been a lifelong fan of Clint Eastwood. Uh, actually, when people don't give him credit for this, he's an indie artist. He's an independent yeah. guy. He's he, right. he opened up his own uh, production studio yeah, a lot in of the them, yeah. late 60s, yeah. Malpaso. A lot of the movies he's put out in the last 20 years or so have been on his own. They're, they're his own yeah. productions. Yeah. So I'm, I love indie artists. I'm a, I consider myself to be an independent artist. And... He's probably one of, arguably one of the most successful independent artists ever. Yeah, right. Still making movies. He's ninety three. Yeah. He's working on a film right now. That's great. Now I think he says this is going to be his last. Yeah. He's ninety three. Like you know what I mean? He didn't say it when he was eighty eight. No. <laughs> it's going to be my last movie. Now he's ninety three. It might be my yeah, last you know, movie. We'll take see. It easy for a little bit. Right. But you know, I, I can't think of anyone who has had such a successful journey from Rawhide. Yeah. Which I still watch, yeah, uh, all the way up to who he is now. Right. It's rare that you see somebody 
Yeah, TV people tend to stay in TV. I yeah, mean, it's not know, so true anymore. There but. are the uh, there are the occasional you know, Clint Eastwood's, Ron Howard. Uh, yeah, another one. Came up you know, a very a, good, amazing very director. He's, he's come up with even Tom Hanks to a point. Tom Hanks, you know, he's got yeah. his own thing going on. So, so I, I, but I've just always been a fan of, of Clint Eastwood, you know, and uh, his work, and I think Unforgiven is probably. My, one of my top five favorite movies. Right. I still like the Grand Torino. Oh, man. Yeah. I said what I said, Sean. <laughs> that old hag hates my ass. There's so many great lines in that movie. But, yeah. of course, the one line that Grand Torino gave us that is now also part of my life's philosophy, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Okay? I want that tattooed on my body somewhere. Used to be go ahead and make my day. Now it's, now it's get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Eat that onion ring. <laughs> That's right. Eat the onion ring. Happy birthday, Clint. Thank you. James, Elaine, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.